Biker News, Biker News. You can trust. Uh, and once again, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in from wherever it is in the world that you happen to be. I'm Black Dragon. Mm, last night I got really sick. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. You ever been. Okay, so for if you're having breakfast, you don't want to hear this part, but you ever been so sick you were. Walking in the woods, and you had to just, you know, uh, do your your business right there. So it happened to me last night. I was, I ate some food. I've been I've been on my diet here. I'm uh, I've lost uh, like uh, I don't know eight pounds now. Uh, everything's going well. Uh, got my blood pressure down. Let's see, my last blood pressure reading was. What was it? 127 over 80. So just only like slightly high. You know, if I can get that 127 down 7 points to a 120, and then I can get the 80 down to 79, like maybe 119 over 79, it'll be perfect. 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 It'll be perfect. But, um, of course, um, uh, I got to do that. Um, working on it, it was like it, might, it was way up there, like two hundred or something. I, I've, I've worked on it to to get it right, and um, um, but you know, I had this 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 problem, man. And then, so there I was, like a bear. Does a bear do you know what in the woods? That that was me, the bear in the woods. <sighs> but it was it was horrible. There was no modern conveniences like toilet paper I haven't had something like that happen to me in decades it was humbling 
and freeing. There's nothing more freeing than having to get it. You're free when you can take a number two in the woods. <laughs> I felt... I felt... Yeah, somehow liberated. Yeah. Motorhead said no problem. No toilet paper, no problem, as long as you're wearing cotton socks. <laughs> I didn't think about using the cotton socks, but I did lose a good pair of underwear last night. And uh, that's embarrassing, man. Uh, Family Life 4211 says, This happens to the best of us, LOL. Last time for me was on the flight deck of the USS John C. Stennis in the middle of a launch while in the Gulf. Holy mo- my goodness and I was so embarrassed I was so embarrassed I was like I could see the cops coming and getting me for exposure or something it was embarrassing but the old adage when you got to go you got to go baby and uh, it was either that or in my shorts bro so uh, but I, I felt old I felt like is this what it comes to is this, when you get is this what it comes to this is what all your money and work and savings and dedicating your life to other people, serving the military, it all comes down to this. Getting attacked by a bear while being in his woods in a vulnerable position. I was looking around, hoping like hell that I didn't get attacked by something in my most vulnerable position. It was terrible. David Driver, good morning. Welcome to the show. Recommended your books and videos to several people. Thanks for your advice and help with everything. Really helpful. Uh, really helpful to help our club be more organized and respected. Thanks for everything. You're welcome. Uh, you're absolutely welcome. Thank you so much uh, for reaching out. Herb McNeely, good morning. Uh, family Life said, not fun, brother. <laughs> it was not fun. Uh, wipe with leaves, said Viking Rider. Um. Yeah, I, I did not want to stick a leaf up my butt, though. You never know. I mean, it could be poison ivy. I don't know what poison ivy looks like. Do you? Uh, Donna Rider said, I normally cut the sleeve off my shirt. And, you know, and that's the sucky part. When that happens to you, you're going to lose something. You're going to lose a shirt. Motohead Moto Grupo said, socks. You don't get to come back whole. You don't get to come back as you left. You come back minus a shirt sleeve, some socks, uh, or something, man. It's uh, sad. Lisa Lay, good morning. Um, was that you who bought those books for me? Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. And if that was you, I think that was you. Uh, I put your books in the mail. You should be getting them in a day or two. Julio Chingling, hey big brother, did you end the Sunday church? I haven't seen you. Uh, no, that was the, the All-Star game was on. I didn't figure you guys would watch me instead of the All-Star game, so that's why I didn't do it. A bear wouldn't attack a dragon in the woods. A bear might not normally attack a dragon in the woods, but one sitting with his butt open might get it. Uh, Monroe, he thought that you were part of his family. Um... Leaves of three, leave it to be. 
So uh, you you miss a piece of clothing and a piece of dignity with it. <laughs> Absolutely. You leave a piece of clothing and you leave a piece of dignity uh, with you. We're uh, so thankful to have Motorhead Moto Grupo on from Brazil. You guys got to get over and check out his show and give him some likes and stuff. He he does do some stuff from time to time in English. So um, check out his show. It's really so cool to see the similarities in the motorcycle club world as it is presented from different areas in the world. So um, anyway, I, I was sick. Uh, Donna, Dana Johnson says, always carry toilet paper in the vehicle. Uh, I was a long ways away from the vehicle. And when I got there... Uh, you know, I had some napkins and it just, it was just all unpleasant. It was unpleasant, man. It was unpleasant. Uh, my fingers smelled bad. Let me tell you something. This is true. We've all been carrying hand sanitizer as though that shit were soap and water. <laughs> uh, hand sanitizer, it's, it's a lie. That hand sanitizer didn't do a damn thing uh, for them fingers. <laughs> I had to get home to some soap and water. Them things was just as stinky after I put the hand sanitizer on them as they were before. There's just no soap and water. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. They're not soap and water. Hand sanitizer... I think it's a I think it's a lie. It's a game they play on us. Sanitize your hands. Um, I got to do read some studies. Does hand sanitizer work? Dragon, good work on the weight loss, bro. Thank you, man. Uh, greetings and salutations from the UK. Thank you, Apache Shadow Walker. Um, in the UK, that's an interesting name for the UK. Do they have Apaches in the UK? I imagine. I, it's a small world. Everybody can travel. Mama Row, uh, a little pack of tissue in the pocket while you walk. And here's the thing. I was not sick or even feeling bad when I started my walk. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. It waited until I was a good two and a half miles away from the car. Uh, but just carry a bottle of water and soap. It's better than uh, than TP and much cleaner. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, and and that's what the British know. They don't really do toilet paper the way we do. They have this thing that uh, that we don't really have too much of in the United States. Um, that little thing that washes your butt. Forget what that's called. Uh, first time I ever saw one was in Plymouth, England. I was like, uh, they they can't really have a water fountain on the <laughs> toilet, can they? <laughs> ah, silly, stupid. I, I, I'm embarrassed that I even thought that. I, but I did. I did think that. And I was like, these Brits are some interesting people. They have a water fountain on the toilet. What do you take a number two and then have a drink? <laughs> ah, that's why we have an eat everyday carry. You walk with things in your pocket that might be useful sometime. Um, yeah, uh, baby wipes in the car. Baby wipes her. That That's a clean man right there. If you know about baby wipes, you're all right, man. What's up, Crazy Joe 67? 
so anyway, uh, deceased Hell's Angel that was leading a double life, his estate is to be split. This is an interesting story. Um, this 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 guy, this Hell's Angel, was a was like the most interesting man in the world. You remember those commercials about the most interesting man in the world? This guy had it all, including two whole entire families uh, that are now fighting over his. Um, and it looks like he had he was a man of means. So uh, anyway, let's look at this. From the body of Sukman, the Hell's Angels prospect, and he was just a prospect too. Michael Widener was discovered in March 2017. His family was left with a jumble of questions, ones that only began to get untangled in the British Columbia Supreme Court decision on February 26th. Perhaps the most confused was his wife, Sabrina Widener, who was shocked to discover her husband had been leading a double life with another man and two children for the last eight years. When she thought he was working part of the week on the other side of Vancouver Island, Widener was, in fact, living with his second family. I've known a whole bunch of G's to run like that. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, perhaps the, uh, Sarah Bolton, who had a marriage-like relationship with Widener, knew he was married uh, to um, his wife, Sabrina Widener, when, when they met in 2009, but believed he was unhappy and trying to leave his wife. So, when Widener died in 2017 without a will, she determined she had just as much right to his estate as his wife. Which, uh, to me, is crazy. The My mom used to call the secondary lady the chippy. That was an uh, old black folks term that we used to use in the day. Who you chipping with? Your chippy on the side. That's your chippy hoe. That my mom used to say it like that. And uh, and so the chippy. There's a couple things the chippy never gets in the military. She never gets a flag. My mom used to always tell my sisters, "Don't ever be anybody's chippy. You don't get a flag. You don't get any any of the insurance money, and you don't get you don't get the." Uh, the, the retirement money when he when he dies only only the married woman gets that but Miss Sarah Bolton was like hell no man we had a marriage like relationship and so I'm suing for some of this estate I, I'm I'm just as entitled to it as his wife even though I knew he he was married even though I knew he was cheating uh, and I was cheating with him. I knew these things, but I want to sue for my portion, which I think technically she should have had her butt thrown out in the street. Like, uh, no, that's, and I, I don't, I don't know where that would, that would be even a matter. I don't even think that would be a matter in United States courts. Um, the Bible Belt, most especially where we live here in the South, uh, you wouldn't be winning that argument. Um, but uh, she did sue, and it was nearly a three-year British Columbia Supreme Court battle. Sabrina claimed 
she was the primary uh, contributor. And let me see. Sabrina was his wife. That's right. So she claimed she was the primary contributor on multiple Suki properties owned by her and Widener. And said uh, considering Bolton a second spouse would constitute polygamy, which is criminally prohibited. Bolton argued. Uh, and so so that's what Sabrina, the wife, said. First of all, I'm the one who could, had put the most money into our properties. So why would this chick get any of it? And he couldn't have a second spouse because that's polygamy, which is against the law in B.C. The chippy, the other woman, Bolton, argued that Widener was almost entirely responsible for the acquisition of the properties in question and as his long-term partner, she deserved a piece of them. So she argued that the man was responsible, not the woman who claimed she was the primary contributor, not the wife. And so if he got it all and she was his long-term partner, then she should get a piece of it. He left a complicated legacy, Justice Jennifer Duncan wrote in her decision. Every family member who testified had a different understanding and knew different amounts about the life of Widener Led, including his duplicity, criminal dealings, and association with the Hells Angels. Not everybody in his family knew all of those things. Both Widener's parents, who are separated, said they were aware of their son's double life and spent time with both partners and both sets of grandchildren. They were also aware of his involvement with the Hells Angels, but neither felt like it was their place to tell Widener's wife. So the mom and dad, and that's what I tell women, the mom and dad are going to always be on the man's side. They covered for him. They gave him cover. I had an aunt like that who, who actually kept me away from my blood brothers. I didn't get to meet my blood brothers till I was 50 years old because she never would open her mouth and say a damn word till after she died. Widener's mother, Rita Acorn, added that she believed her son was a high-level cocaine dealer, watched other people's money on top of his legal marijuana grow operation on Tugwell Road, had another illegal operation at his second property on Eagle Crest Drive. She believed the two properties were purchased with drug money. Michael Widener led a double life. Other family members listed a number of jobs they said while Widener was working, including operating fishing charters. This guy was a hustler, bro. A small moving company, a wastewater management company, an ICBC salvage and rebuild shop, and a member of the Hells Angels. This, this young man was a straight G out there. Um, so, uh, plus being a prospect for the Hells Angels. Wow. Uh, so, let's see. Other, uh, the, the, it appears Widener was working for cash. He gave his wife cash for groceries and household expenses and provided Bolton, his other lady, with approximately $8,000 a month to cover all of her expenses. Man. Wow. He, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't up there just a whistling Dixie. Your bro was serious as a heart attack. What's what's eight thousand a month times twelve? We I mean we should know that, right? It's eighty eight grand ninety six ninety six thousand dollars. Hula. Hula. 
He was giving his, his, his woman a hundred grand a year. Good guy, this man, in, in some aspects. So Sabrina claimed she had no idea about her husband's involvement with the Hells Angels or any kind of criminal activity. She said Weiner had a motorcycle when their daughter was born but got rid of it after a psychic told them he would die on one. Following his death, she also discovered her husband had two motorcycles at the home he shared with Bolton and Seanigan Lake. Wow. Man. She also contested the claim that their two properties were purchased with drug money. She purchased their Tugwell property in 2004 and registered a mortgage under her name. Over the next three years, she made five lump sum payments, four for 44000 and one for 22000 one of which she said was a gift from Widener's family and the rest of which she couldn't recall where the money came from. And why should you recall where your money comes from? It's my damn money. I don't know. I spend it. I, I have money. What am I supposed to recall every dime? Like, uh, where did you get horny toad? Hell, I don't know. I just have them. Uh, given her full-time income at the time was $25,000 a year, the judge, Duncan, determined it was unlikely she made all those payments herself. Uh, Duncan did decide that Sabrina was the primary contributor of the Eagle Crest property, which was also registered under her name and where she made monthly mortgage payments. Between the contributions Duncan thought Widener likely made to the Tugwell property and the workshop he had built there, she determined his estate consisted of personal property at $150,000 plus interest. She also decided because Bolton and Widener were at, weren't actually married, that relationship could not be considered polygamous under criminal law. Oh, he didn't actually marry her, so it's not polygamy. Wow. That's why people hate lawyers and judges uh, because they are so full of SHIT. That's, that's why. That, you're looking at why. They, they find loopholes and stuff. Well, they weren't actually married, so I'm going to... If they weren't actually married, why are you going to give her actually part of my estate? But Bolton and Widener's relationship was marriage-like. Enough that Duncan said Widener's estate should be divided equally between his two partners. Have you ever heard of such nonsense in your entire life? Nonsense, I say. Nonsense. Nonsense. Scary, evil, state-sanctioned nonsense. It's scary. It's scary and it's evil. It's scary. It's scary because some court is going to come in and say that a lady that's not even involved in your marriage... That's scary! And now you've got to go to court and spend all kinds of money to fight a BS-ass judgment like that. Motorhead says, like some something Claude said, where that money come from? Hey, man, we don't need to talk about that. Uh... Common law 
Uh, marriages happen in some states. Signing into a hotel as Mr. and Mrs. could get you. You can't be. The judge said you can't. He, he wasn't married. You can't be married. That would be polygamy. But they had a marriage-like relationship, so I'm taking half of his estate and giving it to somebody else that he wasn't married to. Uh, like, like the courts are getting further and further away from the good Christian values. <sighs> Man, that rattled my cage this morning. I'm mad at them people. Hey, Houston, in Houston, let's see what's going on in Houston. Member of Bandito's Motorcycle Club dies after being hit, or after hitting a stalled car. A motorcyclist was killed early Sunday after crashing into a stalled vehicle on the southbound East Tex Freeway Service Road, according to the Houston Police Department. Officers were called to the incident in the 2100 block of the U.S. 59 near Hamlin Road about 10.30 a.m. The victim was identified as a member of the Bandidos Motorcycle Club. Police said uh, they were riding with a few members of the group when the incident happened. Investigators said the rider was ejected from the motorcycle when he crashed the side of a vehicle in the far left lane. Oh my gosh, you got a stalled vehicle in the far left lane and you're rolling hammer down and you look up and there it is and you hit it. Uh, that is terrifying. That's very sad. One of my one of the things that scares me the most as a rider is some jerk offs um, mattress in the road. One time I came around a uh, uh, you, if you're on 285, uh, you come to this thing we call Spaghetti Junction, where a bunch of roads come together, and uh, you're 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 traveling across 285. You're going to get on 85 going south. You got to go across this big bend in the sky. It's way up in the sky, and it's almost—it's a banking highway. And you're leaned over, coming around that thing, and right there in the street was like eight or ten bales of hay. And I played optical course getting through them, and not hitting them, and being thrown eighty feet off the damn bridge to the ground, where you would land on another highway and. If you survive the fall, would then immediately be run over. I hate these people who can't figure out that when your car is stalling, while you're still at highway speed, you get to the far right lane, damn it. Come on, driving 101. You don't... I, I saw it the other day, a guy who was in the far left lane stopped with two wheels still... With the center of the car still in play in traffic. He didn't even have enough common sense to get off on the shoulder of the far left lane. Like when the car starts slowing down, you realize I don't have any power, I'm out of gas. You make that hard turn over to the right, baby. Flashers on, and you get the sucker on the right side of the road. Here, one of our fellow clubbers it's dead because of, of that. Um, because that didn't happen. Officers were called to the incident at the 2100 block of US 59 near Hamlin Road about 10.30. The victim has been identified as a member of the Bandidos Motorcycle Club. Investigators said the rider was ejected. HPD said the vehicle was stopped because it had a blown out tire. 
This guy stopped on the left-hand side of the road in the hammer lane. It's not like in Britain. In Britain, the right-hand side of the road is the hammer lane. Here, the left-hand side of the road is the hammer lane, and this guy stopped to fix a tire. The people inside the vehicle were not injured. What a moron! A second vehicle was involved in the accident and sustained minor damage. Uh, somebody's calling me, but I don't know them, so I'm not answering. Anyway, very sad situation. Very sad situation. Uh... Let's see, what, what, is, what is everybody saying over here? Law, lawyers become judges. I, unfortunately, that's why nobody likes them. Uh, everybody thinks that the, uh, that uh, was BS, that um, uh, judgment. Uh, somebody says, sounds like what you left in the woods, dragon. Yeah, uh, yeah caca. Uh, what's up, Shane Ray? Uh... Those recap tires off the big trucks scare me. Viking Rider, I'm with you, baby. Anyway, um, we are very sorry about the loss of the Banditos member. And uh, much love and respect to the club. We hope that they uh, they can come to terms and get peace uh, uh, from that tragic situation. Um, ah, man. It's just, just crazy out here, man. You can't even ride your bike down the street anymore. Um, come on, computer. Catch up, bro. Uh, I had a story here. Yeah, here it is. Um, well, we know Daytona Beach has kicked off with thousands of bikes there. There's a video that shows a hit-and-run driver in a crash with a motorcycle, so that happened about 14 hours ago, and they're looking to find that person. Uh-oh. I'm one of the biggest... Sucker tried to take over my my channel. Uh, a doorbell camera caught a grisly crash in front of a home at Southeast Portland Wednesday night. Uh... This is in Portland, Oregon. A homeowner shared the footage with Nexstar's Coin 6 showing a Subaru and a motorcycle colliding after the Subaru turned around in the middle of the street. The crash happened on Southeast Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Really? Cesar Chavez has a street named after him in Seattle, Washington? Why would he... I mean, Portland, Oregon, sorry. Why would he have a street named after him in Portland? Does he live in Portland? That's Cesar Chavez Boulevard. I want a... I want a damn street named Black Dragon Boulevard. Right here in Atlanta. Or Oklahoma City, where I'm from. Or even Lawton, Oklahoma. Or Kingfisher, Oklahoma. I take a street named after me in San Diego, where I served... Uh, in the military. I need a street. I want a damn street. Everybody gets a street. Cesar Chavez gets a street. Isn't he from Mexico? Anyway, uh, I digress. The crash happened on Southeast Cesar Chavez Boulevard at Southeast Francis Street around 10.40 p.m. They said bystanders can be seen 
and heard calling the 911 after the crash. The victim was taken to the ho- uh, hospital, and the homeowner toyed co- told Coin uh, the details. So they're looking for this guy who ran over somebody and hit and run. Hit and run people are the worst, man. They're the worst. They don't. They don't care about uh, nothing. You know. They don't care. Foley mom severely burned in fire leaving the hospital. Foley mom who was severely burned, injured in a fire just before Christmas last year gets to leave the hospital. We're happy for her. Leland Thompson and her two children were inside their home when the fire broke out. I'm trying to figure out how this ties to bikers since it was in biker news. Um, huh. Oh, so what the reason this ties in is because the biker community has been holding rallies for this family. So the mom gets to go home. She's a very cute young mom. Uh, Screen two real quick. Just a really cute young mom with her family. So she got burned up some, it seems. And uh, she tossed both children through the window so they could get out safely. But she stayed inside the house. Unfortunately, her daughter, Melissa, was treated in relation to the fire. The son, Jason, was severely burned and has been undergoing treatments in Texas. He's now in outpatient care. At one point, she was given, her name was Leland, was given a small chance of survival, but family members tell us she is now slowly improving and she could be coming home as soon as Monday. So, uh, yeah, good on them. Biker community doing its thing, man. And, you know, that's what we do. We do that. We do our thing for people uh, in need. And uh, I'm just so proud of my bikers for uh, stepping up and doing the right thing. Stuff here is funny. I don't know what's going on here. Shouldn't be anything going on. I had my my shots, my COVID shots. And, oh, yeah, they came out yesterday with the rules... For what people who have had both of their shots, like myself, can do. We have the rules now given to us from the CDC. And I want to say, I'm just so proud of the CDC. So if you've had your shot, what can you do? You can hang out with people that have had their shot. Wait, nobody can get shots, can they? Hanging out with people who have had their shots, you're like you're going to be alone. But, uh, uh, oh my goodness. So I look over here at the, I look over here at the, uh, at the, uh, uh, my, uh, comments. And sometimes they just take my breath away, like yesterday. And I apologize, you guys. I got very emotional yesterday and started weeping like a little girl. Oh, by the way, we've heard from Mike Ball, uh, who lost his leg. He's one of our, our our subscribers. And I want to thank those of you who sent me personal messages asking about Mike Ball uh, and wanting to know how he was and what you could do to help him. And those of you who had asked about his GoFundMe and... Mike and I talked yesterday. He called me on my WhatsApp 
and we were able to talk face to face. Come to find out, Mike Ball has been watching me uh, for almost as long as I've had the channel. He's gone through so many of my emotional life's ups and downs. He's been there the whole time. So I'm very thankful to him. Uh, and he told me that he's got good insurance. He feels like he might be able to withstand this. And it only happened yesterday, so he really has no idea how much it's going to cost him or anything like that. So if he finds that his insurance is not going to cover everything or whatever the case may be in, a, in several days, then he'll put a GoFundMe to, to, together. But he's a young man, uh, very strong. He showed me his leg. Um, yeah, you want to see it? Uh, okay, man. Show it to me. So he showed me his leg. It's still open. It's not closed yet. Um, bleeding profusely. They got some kind of machine that takes the blood and maybe recycles it and puts it back in. I'm not sure exactly, but he's got to have another surgery today. He's got several surgeries coming. He's going through ghost pains uh, right now and um, just all kinds of uh, things. Uh, that he's going through. His spirits are very up there. He can't wait to get one of the first questions. He asked two questions when he came out of uh, surgery and woke up. The first question he asked was, am I going to die? The doctor said, no, you're not going to die. Uh, you're going to live and you're going to recover. And his next question is, will I ever be able to ride a motorcycle again? And he, he was amused at how all the doctors looked at each other thinking... Uh, what the hell is wrong with this fool? But they don't understand the bikers. They don't understand how we get down. They don't understand our lives. His whole family is against him ever getting on the motorcycle again, and they are incensed. They are angry that he would want to get back on the motorcycle again. They're, they're like, you know, you lived. You lost your leg. You're never getting on one of those damn things again. Well, uh, no, parents. I only lost a piece of my leg. I still have everything below the knee. Uh, he still has a knee socket and a knee where he can still bend. So that's going to make it a little easier for him, I think, in his recovery. Um, but he's like, as, you know, as soon as I can get riding, he's laying in the bed. The only thing he can think about, the only thing that gives him passion for living is that he's going to ride again. And the parents don't understand. And I wish I could, wish I could say to the parents and family... Uh, there's a passion behind which we throw our lives and we know that any second we could die on those things and we don't want to die on that iron but we don't want to live without it it's it's how we it, it's how we're constructed it's how we're constructed on the inside we don't know where it comes from, especially if we don't have parents. And our parents didn't ride. We don't know where it comes from. There's a, 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 a call for the bugs in your teeth and the wind in your hair and your eyes half squinted open because you can't see and you're rolling at 135 miles an hour. And you feel alive. And nothing will stop you from wanting to have that feeling. Even... If it's minus a part of a leg or minus a part of a thumb, you're still going to get back on and you're going to ride, baby. 
until the wheels fall off. So, I look on here and I see that uh, C. Ruger's wife was put into a wheelchair because of um, a hit-and-run driver. And it just uh, just breaks my heart, man. Uh, Morbick said, I grew up not far from you, Black Dragon. I grew up in Lawton, Oklahoma. Uh, where were you? Let me know. I grew up in Lawton and Kingfisher and eventually went to high school in Oklahoma City. Uh, and then finished high school, believe it or not, in Chatsworth, California. Kind of crazy, huh? Uh, went to Chatsworth High. Went to uh, Old Class in High. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, see, Ruger, my wife is in a wheelchair from a hit and run. That's horrible. Um, I'm looking through my... Uh, uh, you guys send me a lot of uh, stuff, so I'm looking through here. So, Mike Ball, Family Life, 40 to 11, had, you know, he's a very proud young man, so he hasn't put together a GoFundMe yet, but if he does, I'll, I'll let you guys know. He's one of us. He watches every day. Black Dragon Biker TV in Brazil, we had a biker run to crowdfund a prosthetic for a brother who lost his leg in a crash. Um, and so we would do that here, too. Uh, but I think his insurance may cover it. Um, uh, let's see. I was looking at something somebody said. Uh, I hope they're not going to take the pride and joy for Mike. That will rip his heart off. Well, Mike seems like a determined young man. Ain't nothing stopping him or nobody uh, stopping him from uh, 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 riding that bike. Morbick says he grew up in McAllister, Oklahoma. We know McAllister as the place with the jail, baby. We call that the jail town. Uh, and I was always afraid of Oklahoma because it had the state penitentiary there. McAllister, I guess it's called McAllister State Penitentiary. My my cousin is a dentist there. He's been a dentist there for like 30 years. Um, so, um, uh yeah, I, I've never actually been to McAllister. Also, don't they have a rodeo in McAllister every year? Uh, interesting. Um, but it's good to have a fellow Okie uh, aboard on the channel. We don't get many of us. Uh, in Alabama, three bikers hurt when their bikes crash into one another. <laughs> These guys. Ah, Geneva County, Alabama. First responders from several agencies responded to a crash involving two motorcycles. The wreck happened. Uh, now, this says three Alabama bikers hurt, so maybe one was riding on the back. The wreck happened around 6.30 p.m. on Highway 167 North near County Road 36 in Hartford. According to Slocum Fire and Rescue, two motorcycles collided. Two people were critically injured in the accident. Another person received minor injuries. One patient was life-flighted to a hospital in Montgomery, Alabama. The other wreck victims were taken by ambulance to Southeast Health in Dothan. Oh, I used to have this real cute little girlfriend over in Dothan. Dothan is, that's a hell of a city over there. It's a small town. They get their freak on uh, over there, man. I've met more strippers out of Dothan. I'm like, how can Dothan be providing the world with so many damn strippers? Like they're way above their limit. 
And they'd be fine too. Like I think Dalton is the provide the rest of Atlanta with strippers capital of the world. I'm just just saying I've known a lot of Dalton strippers. That's all I'm saying. I'm not this is not this is not a, this is not a judgment of me. Don't be judging me. I I I I wasn't a stripper. I just know them for posterity. It's not like I go into strip clubs or anything. I just know, for the sake of humankind, what what people are and stuff. Because I'd be asking that. Don't be trying to draw some conclusions like I'm at the stripper club or something. Don't don't draw that. Don't draw that. Uh oh yeah, my baby sister Lori's on. Um, uh, Morbic said yeah, it's a prison rodeo. Uh, but uh, my baby sister Lori's on. You forgot about cousin Alan, the the dentist. He's over. He'll do some work on your teeth. Just call him. And uh, he he hooked he he's hooked me up before. So uh, every town has its mission. That's just the one they got stuck with. Fly dragon. <laughs> You mean McAllister? Yeah, that's the one they got stuck with, man. You don't want to go to McAllister because you don't want to go to, you know, not that you would go to prison just because you drove through there. It's like having the cooties, like, you don't want to go there. Anyway, uh, these uh, victims, some of the wreck victims were taken to Southeast Health in Dalton. Alabama State Troopers are investigating the cause of the collision. It was probably the guys who were acting stupid. But I don't know that, and I can't say that. Uh, the Harley Davidson Museum is going to reopen after the pandemic. Yeah. You find that? Yeah. Harley Davidson Motor Sand Museum opens. Oh, look at them trying to steal. You see them trying to steal my channel? Harley Davidson Museum reopens after second pandemic shutdown. Uh, this is in Milwaukee. Where the Milwaukee 8? Is that the Milwaukee 8 or the Milwaukee 7? Whatever they call that, Harley. It's almost a good. It's almost as good as riding on a Harley. Almost the Harley. What what is good about riding on a Harley? Seems kind of scary to me. I I don't hear anybody saying. Is anything good about riding on a Harley? Crazy Joe 67 says there's nothing wrong with going to a stripper club. Um, absolutely. Uh, now the other one with the strippers. <laughs> What's up, Jose Gilbert? Milwaukee 8. See, my my folks know everything. Thank you, Dinah Ryder. Uh, it's better than a victory. Dinah Ryder has never written a victory. It's evident in a statement like that that he's never even been on one. And uh, so, therefore, we can't take his opinion on anything. Nothing. It's almost as good as riding a Harley, almost. The Harley Davidson Museum reopened to the public last week after being closed for a few months. This was their second shutdown during the pandemic. If you go, you'll notice a new exhibit called Off-Road Harley Davidson. It explores the roots of riding on tough terrain. Didn't Harley just make some new off-road motorcycles we reported a week or two ago? The new Pan American bike, that's it. Pan American bike will be in showrooms in the coming months and has features enabling you to ride well off the beaten path. Museum officials say it's about time the doors open to the public. Uh, 
Oh, it looks like we have an interview here that we could put up on the screen, too. Uh, showing uh, this very thing. Let's let's try that. Let's see if that actually works. Will they give us a damn? Look at that, man. Look at that. Those suckers tried to give us a commercial. Ha. Huh. Let me see. I'll uh, turn it down here. And uh, see if we can get past the commercial. Oh, we can skip the ad. Okay, let's do this. Down, this is going to be a, a, a great release valve for the city. We are prepared to welcome you safely. Um, we think everybody's itching to get out of the house. We want you to come on down. Even if you just want to explore the 20 acres of our park-like campus, this is a great opportunity to get outdoors. Okay. There you have it. Get this 2018 GMC. A great opportunity to get outdoors and enjoy the Holly, the Harley Davidson Museum, and they want you to come check it out and uh, show everybody uh, and let them show everybody their wonderful museum of Harleys with the brand new um, section that's going to be concentrated on the new Harley Pan American. Uh, motorcycle series and hey if you're in the Harleys or just motorcycles in general you gotta get over there uh, we got uh, like 75 uh, listen give me some likes over here man we like that and you can support us by uh, going to uh, Biker Prez and uh, uh, dollar sign Biker Prez P-R-E-Z and hitting us up with some uh, support cash you can also donate to us regularly and make a pledge on uh, uh, Patreon, Black Dragon National President on Patreon. And of course, our PayPal is jbunch, J B U N C H I I at AOL.com. We're on Facebook, Black Dragon Biker on Facebook. Uh, my Twitter is jbunchii at AOL.com. That's my Twitter handle if you want to go check me out on Twitter. Instagram is Black Dragon Biker TV. Facebook is Black Dragon Biker, and of course YouTube is Black Dragon Biker TV, and the motorcycle podcast is the Dragon's Lair Motorcycle Chaos. So you can check us out live. We simulcast that broadcast uh, live daily. There's our simulcast screen. You can see the broadcast uh, going over live. We are also on Discord. Our Discord channel is an incredible place where uh, you can go and uh, um, check us out. Um, um, and uh, the description to our Discord is in the comments section below. So we hope you go check out our Discord. Um, well, I guess that's uh, going to be it uh, for today's news. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Tom Mix. Yeah, you guys take Tom's example and hit the like button. And you can see we're just on YouTube. I got taken off Facebook again for. Oh, I think it's only about three more hours now. So I'll be back up on Facebook in about three hours. And this time we'll try to stay up. And uh, we're not going to do nothing wrong. We're not going to call anybody any B1TCHs. None of that. We're going to act. We're going to act better now. Uh. 
our Facebook audience back. Anyway, listen, I love talking to you guys every day. It's one of the highlights of the day. I'm Black Dragon. I thank you for hanging out with me and listening to my two cents. Love to hear your two cents in the comment section below. Uh, make sure to send your hums in to Black Dragon at BlackSabbathMC.com or over on our Facebook page. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hey, I'm losing weight. I hope you're trying to get skinny. 